0: Welcome to the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. I would like to encourage everyone on my Facebook friends list, everyone in my social groups, and all of my listeners worldwide, please do me a favor hit that like button and share this video podcast with your friends. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel, it's free. Make this video podcast go viral by posting this link on your Facebook page, your Instagram page, and/or on your Twitter page. This video podcast is available in three forms: audio, video, and as a written text in order for us to reach our audience. I created the Grassroots Community Activist Movement on November 10th, 1991, on a site called Gopher in order to connect with other like-minded black people, African immigrants, Afro-Brazilians, Afro-Latinos, and Afro-Caribbeans to discuss social issues in America and throughout the diaspora, as well as on the African continent. The movement's objective is to build a new black movement slash African movement by building our own corporative Enterprises within the African American community. Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast is our interactive black media component. We discuss controversial topics that you won't hear about from the mainstream media using an Afrocentric perspective. We, we are committed to reporting truthful and accurate news. We believe that now is the time for a comprehensive new strategy and a new movement for Black people slash African people. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social groups by giving Black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I give black authors and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from around the globe. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by teaching them how to create their own podcasts and YouTube channels to help them earn extra revenue. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships, grants, housing, and legal services, all for free. After 15 years of being overlooked and rejected, I decided to write and publish my story, quote, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban ghettos in America, Second Edition. It's available on Amazon. I talked it over with my publisher, which is um, Ken- Kendall Direct Publishing, They're affiliated with um, Amazon about lowering the the price to make it affordable for everyone. Now, my book is available in two forms, an e-book that is $6.25 and the paperback for $6.25 plus shipping and handling. Ladies and gentlemen, I also created my virtual store in hopes of generating enough capital to jumpstart my Christian business for Kyle, Chicago, which stands for the grassroots community activist Institute of Chicago. It takes capital to start a business, whether it's a nonprofit or a for profit. Unfortunately, my revised book is barely selling and items on my virtual store is barely selling. I have been paying out of pocket for the business title since 2010. As I explained to my listeners, it's not my burden alone. It takes a team to make a dream work. Black America has rejected my vision and plan for 31 years. This is why I'm reaching out to the black grassroots and the global African family. My film project is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group before I cut and run to Africa. At this time, all I can do is news commentary because I refuse to just sit back and um, twiddle my thumbs. We host our virtual conference every last Saturday of the month until we are able to raise the capital to fund our film project. Our film um, project is entitled Hood Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. This is a solution-based docudrama which is based on my experience growing up in the inner cities of Chicago It's also uh, based on my revised book. And the purpose why I created Recount. This is our Black Panther moment, except it's not owned by Disney, it's owned by us. And when I say us, that is the grassroots community activist movement members. We want to get this film in front of 500 million people worldwide. We will offer a 21st century solution for both domestically within the United States of America and throughout the diaspora. Rickham is my gift to Black Millennials, Generation Z, and my group members. It's my hope that we can eventually create our own Black film industry black hair product industry, and sporting industry. I created a GoFundMe page last April 2022 as a crowdfunding source so that everyone on my Facebook friends list and everyone in my social groups would know exactly where the funds for our film project would end up. This is also to indicate our progress and getting this film fully funded and made. Out of 1,683 people, that's on my Facebook friends list, only five people have donated to our film project on our GoFundMe page. Then you wonder why our community remains jacked up. All I have is my revised book, my virtual store, my online groups, and this platform. I recommend that if you are serious about working with me and sister Renee and turning my vision and plan for black America and Africa, then first purchase my revised book and read my story for yourself. If you agree with what I'm trying to do, then make arrangements with me to come on this podcast so that we can talk about it. Send me a message to my Facebook inbox. I'm using this technology to broadcast my vision and plan to those who will listen. It's my hope that the African immigrant community in, within the United States of America would come forth and work with me first in getting this film project fully funded and made so that we can build Gracayo, Chicago together and make our presence known within the African-American community starting in Chicago. And once that happens, then we will um, replicate camp by going to visit 10 African nations and in each African nation, we're going to set up um, a chapter. The GRIKAMI of Chicago's mission is to help eradicate urban violence in Chicago through arts, culture, commerce, spiritual development, and hosting African tours. We plan on visiting 10 African nations. They are as follows. South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia, Tanzania, Uganda, Angolia, Liberia, Ivory Coast, Ghana, and Nigeria. I want to bring the best of the diaspora to each African nation so that we can set up local chapters and do international trade among our people. We aim to reconnect Black entrepreneurs with African entrepreneurs, Black artists with African artists. In this Christian business, our objective is to heal from enslavement and colonization. Since black America and black Chicago has overlooked and rejected my vision and plan for the past 31 years. My Christian business will be membership base. I am only responsible for my members. Those who are not part of us. We will pray for them. We will show them tough love and we will keep it moving. I hashtag not another 31 years. Upcoming events, please mark your calendar for our next GRCAM virtual conference. Saturday, July 29th, 2023. I am encouraging all of my Christian group members and Light of the World Inspirational Group and Christian Spoken Word Network to please stand up. And for at least eight people to be on my panel. You must make arrangements with me so that we can practice using StreamYard, so that we can do a professional show. Theme, challenging Black churches in America to work with us to improve the African-American community while strengthening the Black family for the next generation. Where? Facebook Live slash StreamYard. Time, 2 p.m. through 3 p.m. American Central Time, 3 p.m. Canadian Time, 8 p.m. West African Time, 9 p.m. South African Time, 10 p.m. East African Time, and 8 p.m. UK Time. Instructions on how to participate on the show. First watch my video podcast, this is called Side A. After I finish my presentation, then I will open up the phone lines through Facebook Messenger, this is called Side B. You can interact with me in real time, either by voice call by clicking on the phone icon or by video call by clicking on the camera icon. Today's topic of discussion is as follows. Judge Carolyn Wall dismissed reparations case for survivors of Black Black Wall Street massacre. And Georgia State Rep, Marsha Mandra, manner. Flip from Democrat to Republican. Our first topic, Judge Carolyn Wall dismissed reparations case for survivors of Black Wall Street massacre. I watched a news piece from MSNBC which talked about Judge Carolyn Wall who dismissed their lawsuit seeking reparations for the survivors of Black Wall Street Massacre. The last three known survivors of Black Wall Street, Leslie Benningfield Rando, who is 108 years old, Viola Fetcher, who is 109 years old, and Hughes Vane Ellis, who is 102 years old. This was one of America's most deadliest race wars ever recorded. They had been locked in for years about a legal battle against the city of Tulsa over the opportunities taken from them when the Greenwood neighborhood was burned down to the ground by a violent white supremacist mob in 1921. The plaintiffs are planning to appeal their case to the Oklahoma Supreme Court. Black Americans have built thousands of towns in America, but the white supremacist financial elites have always sabotaged them. For example, Rosewood and the Wilmington massacre of 1889, just to name a few. No other group in America have experienced building something and it was targeted multiple times by the white supremacist financial elites. Immigrants who come to America are allowed to build something without, without it being sabotaged. Notice they don't target Chinatowns. Do the research about what happened to all of our black towns and black businesses in the United States of America. Then do research about the Highway Act, which is eminent domain then you will understand how our black towns and black businesses have been targeted by the white supremacist financial elites. They target black towns by raising taxes, which many blacks can't afford. There is plenty of evidence of economic sabotage against black people in this country. That's why we need our reparations now. Where is all of our black lawyers? They need to get involved with this case. We must continue to talk about lineage based reparations for descendants of American slaves. The pushback from white America is American slavery happened a very long time ago, and your generation were not enslaved. Yet, these three survivors of the Black Wall Street Massacre are being denied their pain and suffering. Black people have to understand the culture of white supremacy. It's an anti-Black racism. That's clearly the case for these three victims of the Black Wall Street Massacre. They have been pushing their case for 102 years, fighting for justice and reparations for themselves and their families. The Black Wall Street Massacre happened because of jealousy the white supremacist financial elites do not like to talk honestly about their history and how they acquired their wealth. Well, we live in the information age, and all you have to do is read about it. The, the father of white supremacy is Caesar Augusta. According to Luke chapter 2, verse 1, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augusta that all the world should be taxed. That's coming from the King James version. Who gave him authority to tax the world. In fact, he thought he was God read acts chapter 17 verse 6 through 7. King James version. The city of Tulsa asked for the suit to be dismissed arguing that simply being connected to an historical event does not provide a person with unlimited rights to seek compensation from any project in any way related to that historical event. By that logic, then Native Americans and Japanese Americans shouldn't receive their reparations for their pain and suffering The Jewish community shouldn't receive any kind of reparation from the United States whether they get funds funded to Israel every year. Notice every group can get reparations for their pain and suffering, but not descendants of American slaves. This is our last battle in America, the fight for lineage-based reparations. Reparations would benefit the the American economy because a majority of black Americans will not leave. That's just, you know, because of that uh I think because of that Willie really Wrench mentality. But you know, um you know, if black Americans truly want to be free then um they would get their passports and most of all they would come forth to help me build Grakai of Chicago. Receive, you know, the message that I wrote in my um, revised book and come on these uh, African tours with me. But before we do all of those things, we wanna make sure we get African immigrants that's already here in the United States of America to come on board to work with us, to help us build Grakai of Chicago for credibility. So when we do come to, um, I would say, um, different African nations, that would be our credibility that they work with us. And, they, and not only did they help us build it, but um, they are part of this thing as well. So um, that's going to help us be uh, well received in each African nation that we visit. Um, I'm just saying. It would make the American political party gain respect from the global community. It would fix the moral issues that took place in the United States of America. We don't fight to subjugate anyone. We don't fight to oppress anyone. We just want an equal system. And I offer that system for Kai of Chicago, but we as black people and African people have to build it. It's just the ideas that I wrote in the book. I wrote it down, you know, I wrote the vision and made it plain. Black America and Chicago and Black Chicago has overlooked and rejected my vision. Again, you know, I mean, people have free will. I can't make people buy the book. The book is only I lowered the price as much as I could. It's only six dollars and twenty-five cents. You know, because I have to pay to advertise on uh, Amazon. So, um, and then I have the virtual store. So, but truth be told, yep, um, the black community rather support that, the the dope man. But the dope man, he is now lacing his, his drugs with fentanyl. So, that's a shame, but it is what it is. Black America has two choices, either embrace annihilation or embrace survival. Before I cut and run to Africa, I have to build the Grassroots Community Activist Institute, starting in Chicago. I call upon African immigrants within the United States of America to come forth to work with me and Sister Renee in building this great Christian business for the sake of our children and for our racial group. I don't want to remain behind a computer for another 31 years. I would rather be on the African continent, building Rikai across the African um, continent and providing quality programs and services that would benefit my members. If Black America gets reparation, then the diaspora will also get reparation. And those on the continent of Africa will also receive reparation for Uh, colonization. In my Christian business it's my objective to have black people globally to work together for the benefit of our racial group. Once we get our film project fully funded and made and the proceeds from the film starts pouring in, then I would be in a better position financially to purchase property in Chicago, buy office equipment and hire black middle-class professionals and African immigrants in America. I don't operate like the next black man. I have my own style and way of doing things. Our first task is to open our doors to local residents who reside in Austin, Garfield Park and North Mondale. That's once we have our physical building, you know. So that way the community will know that this is real. In order To become an official member of GRCAM you must attend our mandatory orientations, pass our criminal background check, and submit your thumbprint so that we will be able to place that in our database. I will run my Christian business the way I run my home, drama free. I have zero tolerance for foolishness. We will separate ourselves from degenerates, off-code Negroes, urban terrorists, pedophiles, and con artists. Our goal is to raise the bar in Black America. I want to use this business to give our Black youth a place where they can use their talents in our Black empowerment films, in our stage plays, music videos, etc. The Kai of Chicago will function as a nonprofit sector and we will also have a for-profit sector. The Kyle Chicago will be a multi-purpose facility operating under seven functions, seven separate functions under one roof. They are as follows: a social service component, a spiritual component which will be optional for secular people, a political component, an entrepreneurial component, an entertainment component, a black media component which will be the new Black Voices of Media and a health and wellness component. I have a Neil Maya assignment and the task for me is much bigger than myself. All I, again, all I have is my revised book and my virtual store. This is why I'm calling for my group members to step up and let's get this film project fully funded and made so that we can move our Christian organization from behind a computer, starting on the big screen, then make our presence known in the devil's strongholds those high crime gang and drug infested communities starting here in the city of Chicago. This is what I wanna be remembered for, trying to build something positive and constructive for the African American community, the black youth and their families. The question is, how long will it take? That depends on the black grassroots and the global African family. I have done all I can to raise the funds to get this thing off the ground and yet i am still on first base i believe if you speak spiritually then it will manifest in the physical the bible says speak those things that are not as though they were romans chapter 4 verse 17. please leave a public comment on my youtube page about the topic most of all share this video podcast with your friends this will help get the ball rolling our second topic. Georgia State Representative Misha Maynor flipped from Democrat to Republican. I saw a video from Fox News about Georgia State Representative Misha Maynor leaving the Democrat party and I was curious about what happened. So I clicked on a video clip to learn more about it, I provide the video clip on my medium transcript under show and prove. I will play the audio version. Fair use. Fox News. State representative Ada Blue district is now Republican. She's a
1: Georgia lawmaker. Her name is Nation Maynard and she made the switch to the GOP saying her democratic colleagues were, quote, crucifying her for breaking ranks on issues like education and crime. She's with me now. Good morning to you. Big move here. And just so people know, I mean, you're just you are in the heart of the city and the grant. Um, and now you've chosen to go on the other side. Education and public safety. What do you see on those issues that your democratic colleagues look on?
2: What I see is that 3% of the kids can read, first and foremost. I also see crime as skyrocketing race. We do not have time to defund the police, and we no longer have time to say that it's OK for
1: children to not be able to read. Okay. OK, so those are your two issues. But then you went on to say many other things as we look at your district uh, in the city of Atlanta. I'm going to read a couple quotes for you, OK? Um, this, this isn't a political decision for me, it's a moral one. You say the most dangerous thing in the Democratic Party is a black person with a mind of their own. Um, you went on to talk about Black Lives Matter. Then you said, but do that. I see every other minority being prioritized except black children living in poverty that can't read. We'll send a million dollars to the border for immigrant services, but black communities not even a shout out. So expand on those thoughts there. And I'm sure you've shared this with your colleagues. What did they say when we were on those issues?
2: You know, I stand by everything that I said. Um, the Democrat Party has not been focusing on black Americans for quite a while now. Um, we cannot say that we care about people in marginalized communities if we want to keep them suppressed and oppressed. Um, one of the things that bothered me the most is when I would ask them, why are we doing this? Why is it okay for kids to not be able to read? We're in chat GPT um, right now. What are we doing? Their response to me was, we've got to give them hope. We've got to give them hope so they need to just stay where they are with hope is what we're going to give them. And in response, I would say, since when is alive hope, right? In our community committee meeting, they actually would say that parents of poor children, right, parents of poor children could not make decisions for them. They needed the lawmakers to make the decisions for their children. I, I completely do not agree with that. I'm happy to be a part of the Republican
1: Party now, so we can address those uh, issues. Okay, another quote from you. For far too long, the Democratic Party has gotten away with using and abusing the black I um, uh, Just you. explain that, and then tell us when when you knew that you were going to switch parties.
2: So, a reporter asked me yesterday, Republicans feel this way about X, Y, and Z. And I told her, if you look at a Black community, there has not been a Republican elected there ever. So the problems in that community are not the Republicans. We cannot say that the problems are Republicans, it's Black elected leaders. I am not the only person uh, in Georgia, in my district, that feels this way. I am the only one that's stepping up and saying enough is enough. Um, If you really care about black people, the black people that are elected need to do something about the issues for the black people that they represent.
1: Listen, thank you for your time. We're going to follow your career and see where you go next. I'm not quite sure where that is. I don't know if you can get reelected next year, but we shall see. Um, Mason
0: Maynard, thank you for sharing your story today. Thank
1: you. So according to
0: Fox News, she was harassed and intimidated by the Democrats because she decided to support children and families over the teachers union. She also chose not to defund the police. The backlash was very swift. The Democrats claimed Misha Maynard betrayed them. They raised money for a political candidates run against her. Representative Misha Maynor asked the Democrats why they are not prioritizing black Americans. They told her they are giving black Americans hope. The same garbage Obama used when he was, was running for a presidential office. Basically give black Americans nothing. You heard what she said. We got to keep them right where they are. In other words, keep black Americans at the bottom, which will make us a permanent underclass in America. Black Democrats are in cahoots with this agenda because many of them are part of the black boule. They are the gatekeepers for white supremacy because they de- depend on them for their bread and butter. The white supremacist financial elites use the mainstream media to control how black people should think and how black people should vote. A majority of black people are emotionally attached to the Democrat Party. This is why we're in the conditions that we are in politically because we make decisions off our emotions. We don't try to educate ourselves about these political candidates or look at their track records if they are financing or if they are for real about doing something specific for black people. The Bible tells us not to make decisions based on emotions. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse 37. The Democrats want black people to embrace hope while they are taking taxpayers dollars and giving it to to people that don't belong on the soil. They don't prioritize the people who are voting them in office. To to me, that's stupid. But Black voters continue to allow all these other groups to benefit of our vote. And that is what's making it hard for us, a lot of us, to continue living in this country. Hope is not a currency. Black Americans need money that's going to illegal Latino immigrants in Ukraine. Why they don't give hope hope instead of resources to those immigrants crossing the border? The white supremacist financial elites want illegal Latino immigrants in America to do the low skilled labor while importing the Chinese and East Indians to do the tech jobs instead of training and hiring Americans to do those jobs. This Democrat Party prioritized degeneracy and the deletion of babies. They get mad when we demand tangibles. Representative Misha Maynard sided with Republicans as it pertains to school choice. I discussed this issue in my revised book. Just because Black parents is is low income does not mean they can't make decisions for their children. Black parents need school choice in order to give their children an opportunity to succeed so they can attend good colleges or universities instead of remaining in a toxic environment, being pigeonholed in a failing school district that lack resources. Black children deserve every opportunity just like anyone else, regardless of income. We need more smart black children. We have enough degenerates out here. In Grecayo, Chicago, we want to promote young black boys and black girls in our community doing positive things, like acting in our black empowerment films. The Democrats want to remove parental rights. I believe when a child turns 18, then they can make their decisions about having an alternative lifestyle. The the Democrat party is trying to spread their degeneracy globally. The fact is more and more black Americans are waking up to what's going on politically with our group, we need to speak with one voice and tell the Democrats out and clear. They are not going to continue prioritizing everybody else off our vote. We got to take all of our energy in fixing and solving our own problems within black America and within our neighborhoods. In Grecaya Chicago, we will deliver results to the African-American community, if given a chance. Don't wait until I am dead and gone. Embrace my vision and plan for Black America. Please, please read my story for yourself and help get my revised book on the bestsellers list. Also, donate whatever you can to our film project. You can find all my links in the comment section below this video podcast. Please leave a public comment on my YouTube page about the topic. Most of all, share this video podcast with your friends. This will help get the ball rolling. Peace and blessings.